What does sex play into this? Huge. 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 It's a very big deal for for both men and women. I like we were talking about this before. I think it's just part of a healthy relationship. What's one of the signs that a woman right now can look at her own relationship and go, hmm, is my guy a consumer or is he a buyer? Women always have to be doing the strategies that work with men, regardless of where they are. Sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Grooms, where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love. Hi there, and welcome to Make Him Wonder. Real live coaching conversations about love, relationships, dating, all things men and women romantically. I'm your host, Coach Paula a dating and relationship coach, licensed social worker, and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. Each week I talk with a woman who has a relationship issue or concern, or I talk about something that I think is topical and one of my strategies or approaches or anything related to love and relationships, of course, dating. And this week I had a guest and the podcast was going to be a podcast that we recorded on July 9th and it was great. But what happened was we had technical issues. So the guest was Brian Glenn, a TV and radio personality. He hosts In the Know, a show on KEXB 620 AM here in Dallas. And he is soon to be the host of a show Living Local, Central Texas, on Fox 44. So that's really exciting. So we were recording the podcast and then we were going to do his show on uh, in the know on 6:20 a.m. so I went to the studio and had all my gear and recorded the podcast and then we did his show and so what happened was the podcast after we finished had issues technical issues that really couldn't be fixed in post That's what it's called when they do all their stuff, you know, fancy stuff with dropping the podcast. And so couldn't use it. So I decided, you know, because our discussion on his show was so cool and he's such a great host. He is so wonderful in terms of relaxing his guests and he talks about anything and everything that he can on live radio in a way, you know, um, that is... um, appropriate to go out over the air live, you know, that kind of thing. And it was just great. So all of it, you know, worked really well. So I decided, well, let's put that together for a podcast because it's great stuff that is wonderful to listen to a man asking the questions. And I, I just think it's um, really valuable to listen to because he gets into some nitty gritty that maybe I haven't touched on in other podcasts. So 
I'm going to um, be kind of cutting in and out on that today and letting you listen in. So if you are in Dallas and you can listen to uh, KEXB 620 AM, I think you'll like his stuff a lot, especially the third hour, which is lifestyle stuff that you can find out all about what's going on in, in Dallas and North Texas, and but he's topical with everything going on actually in business and in the world, and then lifestyle stuff that interests him. So his he really likes talking about uh, love, relationships, marriage, sex. He loves to talk about all of it. So that's why this is great, and I'll cut right to it. And here we go with the first uh, section of the or portion of the show where we talk about Donald Trump a bit and I give my take on something about Donald Trump but dating in different cities where it might be super difficult um, how it is different wherever you are in the world really and it is different in different places in the US for sure and we talk about that and then later on, we get into some heavier stuff, marriage, sex, all that. But this first uh, section, you'll hear uh, about the fun stuff related to dating in different cities. Here it is. I want to bring in my good friend, Paula Grooms, who is a dating and relationship coach. And I just got finished doing a podcast that's going to air on your on your pro that's platform. That's right. I Make love him it. wonder. Make him wonder. Yeah. It's always about making him wonder, right? Absolutely. For women, it is. All right. So let's quick update. Last time you were here was a couple months ago. Was it that long ago? I don't think it was. I it may not even been a couple months ago. Maybe it's been last month. month? Yeah. So it's, you were here in town for a... Uh, it was May. It was May. Mm -hmm. It was May. And how'd that go? Uh, it went well. It was fun. Meeting women. Oh, my gosh. You know, because uh, like I'm a dyed-in-the-wool New Yorker. Mm -hmm. I come down here to do the Women's Expo in Dallas, yeah, right? Like an empowerment expo or something. Oh, my gosh. And, and I kept saying to my my fiancé and the guy that was working with us, it's like everybody's so nice here. Do, oh, do my Do you really feel like that, that people in Texas are different than people in New York? Oh, there is no question. No there's, question. There's no question. It's not that the people in New York are not nice. We don't have the time. We can't. There's so many people in, in Manhattan coming at you from every, like, you You have to close yourself off. Mm. So here I think it's a, it's about women and, you know, because it was women there, but people being much more open. And they, like, you feel like, oh, my gosh, people have time to smile. <laughs> they, to smile. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> uh, that's interesting because I know that you always hear that, you know, New Yorkers are, uh, you know, we're honest. Very. We're going to tell you how we feel. Very. And then some people look at that as being rude, maybe. You know, uh, I think maybe here, you know, when I was telling somebody uh, about, like, I like that. I like that straightforward, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, you know, I don't really like you. I'll deal with you, but I don't really like you. <laughs> Do you think that's why a lot of people may not like Donald Trump? Because he is a typical New Yorker. He's going to tell you what, what it is. He's got the horrible bedside manner. He is the doctor that will come up to you and say, you're overweight, stop smoking, stop drinking, lose some weight, are you going to die in, in six weeks, have a nice day, and walks out. You got it. And yeah. you go, whoa, 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 what? You know, aren't you going to like... Uh-huh. Like, he is, let me tell you, he is a typical Queens boy. Is he a Queens boy? Oh, my gosh. <sighs> through, my and through. through and through. And you're, you can take uh, the boy out of Queens, but you're not going to take the queen, Queens out of the out boy. Out of the boy. You're Do not. you think dating is different in New York than it would be in Texas, or more specifically Dallas? Like, if you're in New York City, is it different dating there than here? 
Uh, it is in a way, but I think women always have to be doing the strategies that work with men, regardless of where they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And and it's it, I believe that to be completely true. We had, we had a thing on the show a while back that the, uh, uh, the least successful area to live in order to find a man to marry was Southern California. Because oh. people feel like, I don't want to commit with to you because I think I see something over there. Yes. I'll be right back. And it was like one of these things where men were and men and women. It wasn't just men. It was women too. Mm-hmm. Cause there's so many, it's such a, sh- Hey, look at me environment oh my gosh. that the little shiny thing that swims by will get your attention for a second. Uh-huh. So that was the least committal place in the, in America. Yeah. Oh, I, I would not doubt that at all. And then I think New York might be a, a second Probably or maybe so. uh South beach, Miami. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. But I think when you've got all these beautiful people, yeah. And, you know, what are beautiful people? There are many, you know, it's Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They're attracting highly, um, in a nice way, narcissistic right? people, oh. right? That it is about um, who you're seen with and who you're being seen with and who you mm-hmm. might be seen with that might be better. We're going to talk about relationships and dating on this show. And and, and maybe if you've got uh, some, some issues in your relationship and you're struggling in certain areas, then perhaps this today's the day you need to tune in, especially close, and listen. And But more importantly, we'll give you a, re, a way to connect with Paula and uh, and, and connect with her one-on-one and, and help you because you do that. Let's talk real quickly about I do. your coaching. Yeah, my coaching, I work um, in three different programs, and I do provide the individual coaching in all of them which is really helpful for women who are struggling with either a relationship that they have or online dating, which that's huge in and of itself, or in a relationship that they want back that is mm. not uh, currently, you know, they've broken up or whatever and they want back. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Plus, we'll get into a little bit more of Ross Perot. I don't, do you remember him running it back in 1992? I actually do. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And Very was, impactful. <laughs> he was. I love the thing you said about the charts. Yeah. Because he had the charts. They were, they were like these basic charts that looked like the, uh, like I said, a bunch of a fifth graders It was did his it. running mate that was really, really, I don't remember who that was. Oh, my gosh. Was I'll have it? to look that up. Yeah, look it up. I really it's don't. Really I, funny. I need to look oh, that the up. Admiral? I can't believe I don't know that, what that is. Uh, we'll talk about that as well. Plus, Home Depot is in the news because they're, uh, I guess, their ex-CEO uh, or, or current CEO contributed to the uh, Trump campaign. So there's a whole lot of people out there and like, don't shop at Home Depot. We got that. Uh, Fox News is, then, is in the uh We'll talk about Fox News as well as we talk about the cable ratings and and who's watching what show. We want you to watch and and really follow this show. You can go to our website, 620amkexp.com for more information. Of course, you can can follow Paula. What's the best website for you? Uh, Makehimwonder.com. Makehimwonder.com. Well, as we go to break, we'll we'll make a lot of people wonder uh, of what this song is all about. (laughs) I'll explain after the break. Stick around. So here on the second segment here, we talk about more about the consumer versus buyer relationship because Brian just loves that. He he says, I I just love that. It's so true. And it's, you know, we talk off the air about it and stuff. And um, he really likes that concept. So we talk about that. And then, of course, uh, if you haven't taken the consumer versus buyer relationship test, I, I talk about that a little bit and about how the test is important to find out where your guy is on the scale of being ready, willing, and able to commit or not. And then about sex, of course, and the three types of love and how love uh, really plays into a man committing 
but it's not ladies at all the whole deal like it is for us like I always say love alone is not enough for a man to commit simply because he sees commitment as a responsibility so uh, that is the section coming up and here it is I'm, I'm on an ACDC I love it uh, even though I don't see how anybody can say his voice is good are you with me on this? Like it's, it's you, gritty. It's gritty. Yeah. It's uh, I'll tell you what could be gritty is dating. Hey, that's a good transition <laughs> wow, right there. Wow, that segue. Yeah. Uh, dating can be pretty gritty. Oh, yeah. It could be nasty. Mm-hmm. It can be uh, It could be fun. Yeah. It could be exciting. When we say men men like dating, you know why? Why? Well, you know my puppy principle. You men, you're, you're just meeting a new puppy. It's true. And, and playing around. It's playing fun. around. And I, you introduced the term to me last time that it just resonates with me is you're either a buyer or you're a consumer. Mm-hmm. And as a man. women, as a man, women, you do not want a man who consumes. You exactly. want a buyer. Yep. You want him in, all in. Here's my commitment. Here's my sign. Here's my token of commitment. Here's everything. Mm-hmm. If not, you're just wasting your time. You're with a consumer. You're with a consumer. And consumers are not bad men. No, no. No. They just are not in a state of being ready, willing, and able to commit. And I have a set of criteria that they must fit. And you can take a test as a woman if you're dating anyone on where he is on the scale of being a consumer or a buyer. What's this, then what's one of the signs that a woman right now can look at her own relationship and go, hmm, is my guy a consumer or is he a buyer? Well, here's here's the problem for most women I see is that because we live by our emotions, you guys live by your decisions. We live by our emotions. And we uh, live by our feelings, right? Mm-hmm. And so when a woman feels that she's in love, she'll make all manner of excuses for her guy. Oh, and it's okay. really tough for her to make that delineation. That's why I have the test, because he'll either fall as an ultimate consumer, a mixed messages consumer. That's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. A prospective buyer or a bona fide buyer. And he really, if he's not falling into a high level prospective buyer or bona fide buyer, you know, you got to do a lot of work to bring him up because he's just not ready, willing, and able to commit. And and a, and a woman will, you know, if I give you one of the signs, one of the big ones is, mm-hmm. where is he in his uh, career life, his career okay. goals? And many times that's about what he's making in terms of, for each man, it's different. Because while one man needs to make 250000 another man is okay making fifty. So that's why, you know, a woman has to really take the test. It's not according to what she feels he should be or should be comfortable making. It's what he feels. And he's not going to tell you. As a man, he's not going to tell you. Yeah, I'd probably say that. Yeah, I would confirm that. Yeah, he's going to hold that close to the vest. And you guys also don't relate via verbalizations. You relate via actions, Hmm. you know. Hmm. What does sex play into this? Huge. 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 It's a very big deal for for both men and women. I like we were talking about this before. I think it's just part of a healthy relationship for both parties. And it's really significant, you know, to have that in your life. And you want to know that your partner is going to be able to go the the distance, so to speak, mm-hmm. that your committed partner, your life partner mm-hmm. is going to be on board with what you want. In Paula your Grooms is our guest in the studio. So when sex stops or slows down. 
Is that a warning sign or is that just, hey, we're just getting old? Yeah, no, no? I think, it, well, it depends how old you are, you yeah. know, but it can stop, you know, I think what happens, there are three types of love. Uh, there is familial love, romantic love, and then what's kind of termed relational love. So like friend love, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And even pets fall into sometimes familial love Mm -hmm. or friend love but there's nothing like romantic love everybody knows what romantic love is right Mm -hmm. and unfortunately if if you're if you're going on in a relationship long enough your romantic love will start to morph into familial love Mm. and that is tricky because if you don't pay attention to that along the way and you let it totally morph there it's really much more difficult to bring it back to that romantic love. Where does money play into this? I know you talked a little bit about, you know, if if you're if a guy's financial goals and he 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 wants to, if he's comfortable making 50,000 that's great or 250. Mm-hmm. But where does the for instance, I'm going to hypothetically say uh we're dating. Your expectations as far as your lifestyle is way supersedes my ability currently to mm-hmm. provide for you. Does that prevent you from dating me if I can't financially satisfy you right now? Well, I think it's going to cause real issues in the relationship like, for both Like later on? People. Well, I, probably currently, too. Okay. Because if the woman allows herself to, if it's it's know thyself, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not a woman comfortable with his $50,000 $50, a year job, that he is, right? In other words, he doesn't want to uh, make more. He's perfectly comfortable. And you're not... It's not going to work. Yeah. yeah, because he wants to feel respected and king of the world with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And many women, as you know, will get into a relationship making it like, okay, well, now I can change him. No. Yeah. yeah. No. It's funny. Years ago, I, I just from knowing people and talking to them, uh, women are initially attracted to a really confident, almost arrogant, cocky guy. They like that kind of like that forwardness that a guy has but when they get married that is the first thing they want to change because then that's the first characteristic that, that annoys them have, have you heard that before or is it i mean I, I think that i think that can be true yeah um i also think the reverse can be true that men are attracted to the most um overt sexually um uh you know out there women and then when they get married, they want to turn them. Oh no no no! Now you're my wife. Mm-hmm. Now you better not be that. You oh, know something yeah. like that. So it, yeah. it, the reverse can be true. How about personalities? Like I have a very, um, I have a very outgoing, almost over the top personality as far as the way I talk to people and just my high energy. I mean, I wake mm-hmm. up at four thirty and I'm just like this. Wow. Um, d- d- are, should if you're if you're not a, tra- I guess what I'm getting to my son. I, I'm going to throw him in the in the mix. He's very quiet. But his, his last couple girls that wanted to go out with them were very, very vocal and very big personalities. Yeah. And it just did not match. Oh, and so opposites attract. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Opposites attract. So she she was likely very attracted to his initially, mm-hmm. his quietness, his being more reserved. Mm-hmm. And he was probably more attracted to her, you know, being out there and, and what he's not. Opposites yeah. attract, but they have a hard time staying together. But they, that, that was my point. I think it has a hard time staying together. Mm. Um. We'll, we'll, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll talk a little bit about um, your coaching and how what and, and, and kind of walk us through what that looks like. Because sure. I know you've done this for a long time and across the country. And then we'll talk about uh, in the four o'clock hour a little bit of uh, p- political news. We'll talk about Home Depot and 
We've got some of the great sound bites from their very own Ross Perot right here on 620 AM KXB. Your experts in business. Ah, yes. So if you are in a place where you want to maybe get back with someone you've been with, or you are really feeling that your relationship is slipping backwards and not moving forwards, really think about connecting with me on that because I think uh, over the last seven months, I have helped six women get to the proposals they never thought that they would see coming and certainly not as soon as it happened once we started working together. And what that's about is that the man when he's with you, if he's with you in any way, shape or form, for the most part, if you've taken the test and he is a high level mixed messages consumer or prospective buyer or bona fide buyer, meaning he's anything other than a lower scoring mixed messages consumer or ultimate consumer. There is something about you that he really loves. may not be in love, but certainly something about you that he really loves and could want to move forward if he sees the right stuff from you. And what that stuff is, is what I deal with in my coaching programs. It is not who we are. Almost 100% of the time, it's not who we are. It's what we're doing. And what we're not doing to move him up the scale of being a bona fide buyer. And when we change those things, that's when he can come forward with the full commitment because he feels safe and comfortable taking you on as the responsibility he sees commitment as being. Yeah, let that sink in. He can then take you on as the responsibility he sees commitment as being. You don't think of yourself as a responsibility in that way necessarily or at all, but that doesn't change how a man views it. It just doesn't. So in this next segment, we talk about marriage and sex and the danger of sex morphing out of a marriage. If you are in a place where that's happening, got to change it. And my next podcast is going to be about that and how women need to be the mechanic of a relationship. You know, we talk about that here a lot, and you'll hear me talk about that. Uh, But also, you'll hear why I'm all for young people getting married. Oh, yeah. That's not the norm. It's, oh, people need to wait to get married. Uh, In this segment, you'll hear why I am a proponent of young people getting married if they're going to be in relationships at all. And why, again, I am not a proponent of marriage counseling per se. Now, of course, there are all manner of eclipses and um, reasons why uh, that, that marriage counseling can work well. 
and I believe I do talk about the difference between having a relationship problem or issue in your marriage or having a sexual problem or issue in a marriage. And let me tell you, not having sex is a problem or issue in a marriage. So you may think, well, we're functioning and we're fine when we do have sex, which might be, uh, it can be ranged from all manner of uh, times. It can be once a week, once a month, once every six months, once a year, and it's fine when you do. It's even, it could be even really good when you do, but if you are not having it on a regular basis, it is an issue for the man. And again, I talk about that in the next podcast, so take a listen. Why it is such an issue for the man above and beyond just the physical whole thing we think about when we think about sex. So here we go with the next leg of Brian and I talking about this. And again, take a listen on KEXB 620 AM if you're here in Dallas because he's fun, isn't he? He's just a, a great host. And I'm really looking forward to his uh, release of uh, Living Local Central Texas, his lifestyle show. And I hope to be a guest. So very excited about that. Here we go. Paula Grooms is our guest in the studio. She's a relationship coach and uh, just the personality. You got a podcast, Make Him Wonder. Right. And uh, which is all about really how to, and you have, let's talk about your book real quick because it kind of is a follow up on your book. It kind of is. My book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. That's the book. And it's um, wherever books are sold. Uh, but I, I guess mm, we talked about the book when I was here last, so mm-hmm. I'd really love to talk about the podcast. Yeah, let's talk yes. about the podcast. Yeah, because it's it's real life, real love, relationship coaching conversations with real women. That's what I said. You were the first man on Make Him Wonder today right. when we cut that, which is really exciting because it's it's great to have men on too, you know, um, telling women what Different it's perspective, like. perspective, right? Yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I played the song uh, Bump It In. It was Looks to Kill from Motley Crue. And let's talk about looks. Mm. Because as you get in a relationship and maybe um, maybe one person, their looks changes throughout mm-hmm. the years. Maybe they go through some depression and something happens. What you know? How much does looks weigh on a person on a relationship if when maybe someone decides you know what i don't know if i can be married to you any longer you're not the same person i'm married Mm -hmm. uh is that too superficial for me to think about that no i think that that men do men want um certainly uh, i i think it goes back to the question about sex because if sex goes out of a relationship when it's not you know, um, something like, you know, an illness or Mm -hmm. something major Mm -hmm. that happens that way. But when it just morphs out of or slowly recedes from a relationship, that's a big danger. And if it's about getting back into shape, something like that, I usually think it's something, it's not, it's a chicken and egg kind of thing. Mm -hmm. What happens first is that the sex goes out of the relationship and then the person says, oh, screw it. I'm just going to, you know. I think you're right. Yeah. That's the problem. And that's why, you know, sex has to be a part of any healthy relationship. Yeah. It just does. Paula Grooms is our guest in the studio. Make him wonder. Uh, Okay. So let's talk about some of the topics you've talked about on this podcast. Yeah. And I know you've 
Um, you've got several guests on, some of them that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what are some Everything of the things Everything from being a divorced single mom to uh, porn in a relationship to um, certainly, you know, sex comes into it. Mm-hmm. Everything that women are dealing with in relationships, because I always say that the woman needs to be the mechanic of the relationship. We talked a little bit about mm-hmm. that because it's so important for her to understand uh, what he is experiencing thinking Mm -hmm. and feeling in a relationship so that she can make it the best because like with a regular car you know all about that you guys get it you understand it you can get under the hood of it and understand it we don't want to understand it we understand relationships and we can't metaphorically put you under the hood of a relationship getting you to understand it because that's like you know it's just not going to work yeah um, I shared on your podcast the fact that I, my first wife, and I love saying that. I remember I, when, I, when my kids heard for the first time those words, my mm. first wife. They're going, what? 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 Dad, you were married? Yes. Um, you know, I, I was young. Uh-huh. I say young and dumb for the most part. They go together. Uh, didn't have a whole lot of wisdom <laughs> at that age. Sure. Um, is there a, a correlation between people who get married at a very young age and stay married for 50 years rather than someone getting maybe married in their mid twenties with a little bit, you know, they grow up a little bit. Uh, Is it bad to get in a relationship that young and get married that young? I don't think so for women. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because regardless of, you know, you may have many relationships in your life because of breakups or divorce or what have you. Here's the issue that if any relationship for the man, he's going to be best If he is fully committed and in order for him to be fully committed, meaning totally in committed and then bonded, because that's the only way you guys bond is through Mm -hmm. making a formal commitment. He has to make a decision that you are the one and whether he's making that decision at 20, you know, and he might make that decision at 20. Okay. If he does and you get into a marriage, you know that you will have a fully committed man, right? And say it doesn't last. Well, would you have lasted had you just been boyfriend and girlfriend anyway? Mm -hmm. Worst chance of that happening because he's not fully committed and bonded unless he makes that formal decision. Gotcha. Let's talk about work. And, uh, you know, this is a business show. And so uh, in your, you know, in your professional opinion, it can a guy, a man in a relationship work too much where he's he's always traveling. He's always gone. He's always focused on his career and he neglects the family, neglects the wife neglects the kids, just neglects the household in general. How can someone avoid that happening in their lives? Well, I think there is a big distinction between a man working to fill the his purpose mm-hmm. in his life, which is to the three Ps, provide, protect, procreate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when he marries, he wants to provide for his family. That is kind of the inner core of a man, correct? You feel like if you don't fulfill that promise to yourself, you're not much of a man, right? So a a woman has to know this about her man and really make a distinction between is it really neglect or is it that he's out there trying to make a good living and make our lives better, Mm -hmm. right? Because I think too many women, they have expectations that are unrealistic, and this is not making the woman the bad guy. I'm just saying use the word neglect. And that's very specific. There's just a big difference between him Mm -hmm. working a lot. There's also, I think men use work as an escape. Yes. 
many yes. times. And that, you know, that's where the woman comes in. She has to keep the car in alignment. She's got to make sure that it's going to go the journey. I call mm-hmm. it my GPS program, the groom positioning system. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because she has got to keep it in alignment, keep it well oiled, keep all the things happening in that relationship. Just like you as a man, I've got to take care of the real car because you know what's going on with that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a great point. That's a great point. I like that. I'm crystal clear on that now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, let's get back. Let's let's get back to sex because sometimes <laughs> for some reason I think it all gets back to sex. Okay. Everybody likes to talk about sex, baby. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, now, um, how do you get your sex back on track if if mm. you've been married for forever and mm-hmm. after, for whatever reason it's fallen off? Because mm-hmm. I heard you said earlier it's hard to to address a sex problem with a counseling session. Just like you don't have a counseling section with sex. But maybe talk about that. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm a, you know, I'm a social worker by education and trade. But I am not a big proponent of relation, um, marital counseling, relationship counseling between men and women. Mm -hmm. I am all for each of you going to your own counselor to talk about your own stuff. I think that that's really a wonderful thing to do. But I don't believe that marriage counseling as we know it is a great thing. And I'll tell you why. It is tantamount to you with your mechanic, guy mechanic friend, taking a woman, putting her under the hood of a real car and saying, now you got to understand this. You got to know it and you got to fix it because this car isn't running because of you. And that's what it is for a man in counseling. It just tends to happen. It's usually a female counselor. You're in a locked room with her and a wife and Basically, it comes down to what are you doing wrong mm-hmm. and why don't you understand this in the way that we understand What's it? What's wrong with you? Uh, I agree with you on that. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, so how often, let's, let's, let's talk about your, your, your mm-hmm. coaching and how often do you do that? And this is, you have a very unique way. You, this is, mm-hmm. you do it all over the phone, All over right? the world, and it's yeah, all and over the, the phone. Yeah, yeah I have uh, women as far away as the Philippines, uh, Europe. Uh, South America. What are some of the reasons why they reach out to you? What's wrong in their lives? Well, it's not really wrong. It's that they understand. Those women understand that they have followed me. They know my beliefs about they have to be the mechanic of the relationship. Or they understand my uh, seven steps in working for online dating. Because that third step in what we do for online dating makes a huge difference in getting men who are buyers, like Mm -hmm. we talked about before, weeding out those consumers and not wasting your time. So they're coming to me from all manner of places in their lives. They want to ensure that their relationships go to commitment. They understand that that a man is best when he is in a committed long-term relationship. Yeah. He's best. Yeah. Would you agree? I, I, I would. And um, I want to talk about social media as mm. well, because social media can, I think, you know, we've never been more connected as, as a society, but at the same time, we've never been more disconnected and we've never had, you know, as many distractions uh, on social media with not only just social media, but dating websites. Oh. You've got these so the tenders of the world or whatever. Tinder, yeah. Tinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got people, you know, on, on Tinder that are married. Oh, I know. That, that are just looking to hook up with, with people. Mm-hmm. You've got, now you've got, you've got um, Bumble, who have had them on the show, which started out as kind of a business oh, network. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong. But you've got now that type of element to it. Uh, wow. How do you navigate through all of that? And is online dating, 
as popular as it was years ago? Are people even still, more? Even I mean, more. That's how it is a go-to for men. Really? In, for yes. men. And interestingly enough, um, that uh, now in the twenty-something category, it's even more huge than meeting in uh, in person. Believe it or not, even on college campuses. Why, if you are a guy in college, why do you need to be on Tinder? You don't, right? Mm-hmm. You would think you've got girls, you walk outside your dorm, mm-hmm. and there's thousands of women, right? But men find it easier because the young people all about, you know, the 20-somethings all about just being with their phone, mm-hmm. right? And they find it easier to do that than actually socialize and connect with women. And I can learn more about you in a few minutes on my phone so that when That's you go on the first right. date, I already know what you like. I already know where, where your education, what's your job. I don't have to ask as many questions. But you don't really know anything because all you know is what, what we put out there on social that's media true. is not us at yeah. all. Yeah. And that's what's too bad about it. Is, right? is it is it uh, guiding these young kids in the wrong direction as far as, uh, is there, are they less committal now because... Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I tend not to. It's really interesting. But my client is a woman who's past 30. 30 from anywhere on up yeah. because she gets it. She gets it. She gets it. Yeah. yeah. She's had enough of the consumers. And she she realizes that in order for her to actually create a relationship with a buyer, because you know what? Buyers are out there. They are. But again, it's like with us buying a car, right? A woman buying a car. Mm -hmm. I need you to go because you're going to know about the engine, correct? I don't know. I look at the car. It looks good on the outside, but I don't know what's on the inside. Mm -hmm. You got to go with me because you got to tell me, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. That's going to take zero to 60 minutes to go 80 miles an hour. You don't want that car, right? But it looks great on the outside. And that's how you guys are. She looks great on the outside. But you don't know. Oh boy, she's a piece of work inside. <laughs> a real lemon. A real lemon. Uh, the website again for the podcast and Make for more information. Make him wonder. That's a great website, by the way. Make him wonder.com. Paula Grooms is our guest. Uh, this song's kind of uh, a good song for this uh, segment. <laughs> Give me all your loving. Okay, so very cool, right? Why it's so important for women to understand the man's perspective that if he loves you enough as a very young man and will marry you it is really best for you to get that complete commitment because otherwise a man is not bonded to you and that's why I'm in favor of young people getting married because here's the deal We will all go through all manner of relationships when we're young, thinking that, oh, we can't get married, we're too young. So you go along and you could go along with that boyfriend for years. You are committed through love alone. You see commitment as a natural outgrowth of love. I love him, so we're committed. But he is not committed and bonded in the same way, no matter if, even if he's telling you he's exclusive, that your boyfriend and girlfriend, for all intents and purposes, it looks like you're moving forward towards something permanent one day when you're old enough, you know, to feel like, okay, it's cool to be married, whatever. The problem is the man in the equation is not bonded because thank you, licensed counselor Bob Grant, who instilled this 
in me just from reading his stuff. A man only bonds in one way. That is through making a formal commitment. And ergo, my puppy principle, which explains in a way that we take on commitment to a pet, it is exactly that same feeling for men. So if you haven't gotten it already, get my book and get to know the puppy principle because that explains it all and why it is so important that the man make a decision to take on the responsibility he sees commitment as being in a formal public way. So you'll like it. It's fun. It's easy. It's why won't he commit? How a man decides to make you the one. It's available at all booksellers. Just if it's not on the shelf, ask for it. And on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the places online, even the um, discount booksellers, you know, all of those. Uh, a lot of people are in book clubs these days, which is great. I love it. So get it. Puppy Principle, that'll tell you why it's so important. And if I, I think the most important part of that is get married young. He's taking you on as the responsibility he sees commitment as being, and then he's formally and completely bonded. And that has the best effect on him to be the best partner. The only thing I would say and caveat is just don't have children really soon. Then you're married, you're committed, you're bonded. You can deal with things that come along the way. And then you can have children if you guys are growing together and it's going to work. The flip side of it, ladies, is we all had them, the boyfriends that come and go because they're not completely committed. And a man is best in marriage because he is completely committed. So instead of having a boyfriend for three, four, however many years that you're going to do it, if he is a husband, he will grow and be at his best from the male psychology of all of this. He will be the best guy he's capable of being. And you will see that in a marriage and get the best of him. If it doesn't work, in the end, it doesn't. But it is a, I think, um, we've got it all turned around and just the dating without the marriage early on and it becomes a pattern for folks because it's as we get older and we're not, uh, I should say, where he's not, completely bonded, it gets harder and we all know what happens in, that, in the cases of uh, women who wanted to get married and wanted to find a partner and thought, oh, I'll just wait and then they've waited past the time where they have been able to have children easily and Word up, ladies, when men decide, okay, I'm going to go find my pretty puppy now to adopt, and they do, 
they're looking for a younger puppy to do that with most of the time if they really want to have children. So it behooves young women, because it just gets harder, to be in completely committed and bonded relationships on his end so that you can do that. So that's just wanted to explain why further why I am a proponent of if you're in love and you have a lot of things that point to this could be a good long-term relationship, do work and lock it down in marriage because that's when he is going to be his best. You will get the best and then you can forge that really bonded, completely committed relationship with him. So, this next section we talk more about the puppy principle and online dating. Yeah, because you got to date, right, to, to get to all that we are just talking about. And why I feel bars are okay. Yes, that's another thing that's like, wait a minute, you know, oh my goodness. I have to do online dating because bars aren't okay. You know, it's, it's funny because the online dating companies and that whole space, online dating, they have to make things that aren't online dating not good because that's what they're selling, online dating. Let me tell you, it, there, are, there are all manner of good men out there, and many of them are not the, what I call, JoJo's on the online space because they really are just good and looking for one woman and they don't like the whole online space. And so you really need to, to, if you're out there and you're actively dating and looking to date and looking to meet, is to do a smattering of both. And I actually talk about one of the things that I have in my programs that I talk more about is what I call my Nick's best thing to online dating strategy. Not the next best thing, but the Nick's best thing to online dating strategy. And uh, you'll hear a little bit more about that. Here we go. A little ZZ Top for you, right? Like ZZ Top? Do I like? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. More of like a Springsteen. <laughs> there you go. I knew you were going to say that. Anyway, uh, Paula Grooms is our guest in the studio. We're talking about relationships, uh, dating, a business, uh, which... You know, dating is a big business. It is. I mean, wow. it's you know, oh my, my goodness. Gosh. Yeah. Um, I saw some stat the other day that it was a I forgot it was a high percentage of people of married couples came from an online yes. type of dating. Yes, one in three marriages supposedly are from. Now this is their stat because it's hard to get any real stats, but for uh, Match dot com says one out of every three marriages is from them alone. So if that's just Match, and uh, you know, who am I to say it's not true? It could be true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about um, the last segment we've been going. I completely drew, drew oh, a that's, blank that's okay. on the yeah. last segment. No, it's okay. We were talking about, well, we were talking about social media. Social which is, media. Which is huge. And then the online dating thing is very big. Um, and that is... I believe a real, um, a really difficult thing for women because men really tend to love it. I'll tell you why. It's my puppy principle at work. And that's what's in my book. And I think it's, that's what women say is the most helpful, even though the consumer versus buyer relationship theory is in that as well, which we talked about earlier. 
But the puppy principle is the mainstay of the book. And here's mm-hmm. what it is, is that women, we love, we go on Facebook, Instagram, all kinds of social media. We just love puppies. We are drawn to them, generally. Mm-hmm. And it is, whether they're a bulldog, a pit bull, a little shih tzu, whatever it is, <laughs> we love it. We love them all shapes, sizes, colors, you know, big, small, short, tall. And women just love puppies. Men love us the way we love puppies. In other words, you love us all. Big, small, short, tall, thin, not thin, all different colors. Whether it's a shih tzu or a sheepdog, you love something about her. And that's generally, you know, what it is. And so for men, online dating, they go on and it's a smorgasbord just like us going on Facebook and looking at cute puppy pictures, Mm -hmm. right? Or Mm -hmm. Instagram looking at, you know, they're they're the most looked at pictures on Instagram, right? Is, you know, 600,000 views of a cute puppy doing something, right? right? So women just love it. Men love us in that way. So when we know that... What it is for online is that you it's it's a smorgasbord for you guys of puppies. <laughs> ben, puppies. They're everywhere. Right? Apparently. Uh, apparently they're everywhere. Uh, it, but it wasn't like that when I was growing up. Of course, we didn't have social media. But you and I in the same age bracket. Yeah. We didn't have that. If you wanted to meet somebody, you had to physically go out to a, yes. uh, you know, a yes. bar or a restaurant, which is a bad place. Well, you know, right? hang out at bars. I don't think you going to meet. Are you going to meet Prince Charming at a bar? I don't think there is anything. I'm not. I don't follow the uh, the norm of that. You can't meet him in a bar. You absolutely can because you know what? Have you, Brian, ever gone out to a bar after work and had one beer? Yes. Okay. You're a fantastic, married, wonderful guy. In other words, you maybe did that when you're single too, right? I did it a lot. When I a was lot single. more, right? Right. Yes. So you were there. You're a nice. So you're saying that the 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 inventory is there. You just it maybe is. have to weave through the the bad ones. Sorry. Yes, it's, you know it depends. First of all, you're not going to go down and dirty maybe biker bar or something. Right. Or you know. I was a sports bar. There was a there, there was go. there was a great sports bar across the street from my office, and that's where you went on a Friday. I call it my Nick's best thing to online dating. Yeah. And you know what that is? What? Because I'm a Nick's fan. Oh, okay. So you, as a woman. I used to, when I was single, I would go to a nice restaurant and bar after work. I would watch my Knicks and order dinner right after work. Happy hour time, right? And watch the Knicks. And I might have not, you know, had a, uh, you know, gotten a date out of it, but I had a wonderful time. And uh, because I was alone, men approached me. Mm. And that's if a woman can do that in a nice place, you can meet Decent men like yourself. Ah, good point. Good point. Uh, wrapping up here, um, once again, website for the podcast. I want people to be able to tune in. And where can they find the po- the podcast? It's on all platforms except for iHeart. It's okay. on all of them except okay. for them. Um, but it's makehimwonder.com. It's just an easy way to go here. Yeah. Makehimwonder.com. Makehimwonder.com. And, of course, if you want to book a session, can people still book sessions with you? Oh, sure. Absolutely. You know, I, I give a complimentary session to anyone who's read my book. Nice. Anyone who's read my book. And they, uh, contact you on the website. Yeah. They just have to go to the book first and yep. There you go. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, I, I think we've learned all that we'd ever want to know about dating, almost, almost. I know, well, that not, oh not my really, God. right? I wrote a whole book. Yeah. Yeah. You did write a whole <laughs> and book. And do, do a weekly podcast too about it. Yeah. 
Um, dating. Okay, so go check it out on the podcast and go get the book and then get your your session with Paula and, and turn your life around because you know you got to have somebody nice in this world. I mean, you can have oh, all the money and all the success, so but if you don't have a relationship, it's so true. Yeah. And you know what? Women do better in business when they are have a good relationship at home. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I believe that. I think we all do. So right? it's really it's funny you say that because uh, a good friend of mine has a very successful clothing line. And I've never met her husband. I've never seen her husband on social media. I've never seen her husband on any posts. The other day, she's like, I want to introduce you, the man behind my brand, Aww. the biggest supporter. And she brought him on. And it was like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Like, I, she's married. I didn't even know she was married. Lovely. And it's it's perfect scenario how mm-hmm. she's able and to kind of put a spotlight yep. on, on him. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. I appreciate it. Enjoy Texas. Thank you for Texas. being on Make Him Wonder. Yes. MakeHimWonder.com. <laughs> MakeHimWonder.com. So I say thanks again to Brian Glenn for that great time with him back in July. It was really fun and love him, love the show. Can't wait for his new show, Living Local Central Texas, to come out and hopefully I will be a guest there soon, early on, while I am in Texas. It's just great. So... You, if you've not heard me, got some more information on me. And if you need more, absolutely go to my website. You can get there, coachpaulagrooms.com, makehimwonder.com. If you want to take one of the tests, the consumer versus buyer relationship test, the dating test, you can take them, either of them, at willhecommit.com. Willhecommit.com. You can take both of those tests or one. Also, if you like what I'm saying and you take a listen to the other podcasts, please subscribe and share. It is the only way I'll be able to keep the podcast going is to get subscriptions and then listening from those subscriptions, but really it's so important to follow me. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Anywhere you, you know, I have a a lot of places, YouTube, Tumblr, all of those, you know, it's really important in today's world, unfortunately, those follow, uh, you know, all of those stats mean a great deal about keeping things like this going and I want to keep it going because women tell me that they really get something from listening and it is a bit different than just talk about this stuff because these are real life real love and relationship coaching conversations for the vast majority of my podcasts and most people don't know this but I've never talked to I would say 90 to 95% of the women that are coming on to the podcast for the first time, I've never talked to them ever. And um, that's what's great about it is because you're really getting the experience of what it is like to talk to me. And if you would like that experience yourself, you can do that in a number of ways. I talk to everyone who has read my book and I give a complimentary consultation to everyone that has taken the time to read my book. So you can go there, get the book. It's on all booksellers. Why won't he commit? 
how a man decides to make you the one by Coach Paula Grooms. And you can get, after you've read the book, a complimentary session. Then, if you want to talk prior to that, because you're so interested in getting my take on something that might be going on right now, you can go to realcoachingconversations.com, fill out a form, and you might be talking to me very soon on this podcast. And you can do that by using a pseudonym. You don't have to use your name or the name of the man that you might be seeing or dating or married to or what have you. So go to realcoachingconversations.com if you'd like to do that. And I would love it. Love to be able to talk to you, connect with you. This is what it's all about for all of us women because I believe that women are the love in the world we deserve to be loved and supported through life by a loving man. Relationships are one of the hardest things in life. And it's so important and so valuable to work with someone who can have the objectivity that people in your life are really not able to give you in the same way. If you believe what I believe, I can help you. And even if you're on the fringe and you think, eh, not so sure, uh, you can listen more to these podcasts, read my book, and find out if there might be some way that you do believe what I believe. So it's a tribe for sure, and so happy you're here. Make sure to follow me subscribe and share. I am so appreciative of that and want to connect with you on so many levels. So let's do it. If you have a man in your life, for sure, you've got to make him wonder. Looking to lure back an ex-love? Let Coach Paula help you get back together with a man you realize might be the one for you. Make the next time around a charm with complete commitment. Connect with Coach Paula Grooms on Instagram, Facebook, or at CoachPaulaGrooms.com. you for listening to make him wonder if you've benefited from today's conversation please subscribe and share connect with coach paula at makehimwonder.com there you can take several relationship evaluations discover her books and other resources and find out if one of her personalized coaching programs might be right for you trust you're enjoying Make Him Wonder and that you're getting a lot of helpful information for the love life you desire and deserve. So if you're not part of the 8020 Wonder Club, you need to be. The 8020 Wonder Club is a Make Him Wonder membership that gives you all of season one in a categorized list by age and relationship status, my foundational principles in video, and a multimedia library of my content, including my book, 
relationship evals, and much more. The best part is that you'll have access to all episodes of Season 2 the moment they're ready. Otherwise, you'll only be getting Season 2 on your listening platform once every eight weeks or so. Don't miss out. Join the 8020 Wonder Club by going to the 8020wonder.club. That's the 8020wonder.club. Be consistently and successfully mindful of the best ways to make your man wonder by becoming a member of the 8020 Wonder Club. It's just 80 cents for the first month. 